Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Ugh. Tell me it's Friday. Hey. Tell me it's Friday. Hey. Yo, tell me it's Friday. It's the 411 on getting banking done. Yo, it's Forefront. Credit Union. It's the CU that's got you for what you do when you do. You see, we're local and mobile and social in the community. Now we bring it all in with the unity. That's you and me. Yeah, being what we want to be. Yo, and tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday. Okay, it's Monday, so it's time for another episode of Tell Me It's Friday. We are joined once again by Claire and Jill, our Forefront Credit Union Risk Management Specialist. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us once again. Gosh, is this like episode number five or something you guys have been? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, we are so happy to have you here and educating our members about the many um, risks that exist out there in the financial industry. Um, We've been on a bit of a theme, if you guys haven't caught on, about scams that exist out there. Um, we have talked about, let's see, job scams. We've talked about romance scams. We've talked about online shopping scams. Mm -hmm. I know I'm missing one. Social engineering, phishing, smishing, and phishing. Yeah, that one that I have trouble (laughs) saying early in the morning, especially. Um, Today, though, we are talking about um, something called money mule scams, uh, tell us a little bit about that. What are those? So this this is an act, and it essentially kind of ties in all of our scams. Usually what a fraudster is trying to get someone to do is become a money mule. The um, FBI actually defines a mule as someone who's transferring or moving illegally acquired money on behalf of someone else. So these you know funds could come from... Uh, Proceeds from obviously online scams, or even it can get as far as human and drug trafficking proceeds as well. So truly, I mean, the money our members or anybody is receiving, they truly don't know the source. It's a form of money laundering, basically. So you're basically laundering funds unbeknownst to yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You think you're getting the funds from your new employer, from your boyfriend, girlfriend you met online, Um, From selling something online. Correct. And you're basically getting illegal funds. And then you're told to usually keep some of the proceeds or keep some of the funds and then send funds back out. So in some of the other episodes, we talked about like the job scam. So you're getting a check for your new job. You're supposed to keep some of the funds and then purchase the car wrap or supplies for your new job from your new boss's supplier. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're basically, you know, you're putting the money in your account and then you're moving the money out of your account, giving it back to the fraudster. Um, So you're basically the money mule at that point. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like the middleman. Correct. Exactly. Right. But you don't realize that that's what you're doing. Right. Yep. And unfortunately, this is, it is a financial crime and it's punishable by law, whether you know you're participating or not. Really? Yep. Yeah, so you, I mean, and law enforcement is really cracking down on the mules because, you know, again, they're trying to get to the source. So, you know, we have 
you've seen, you know, in the media recently of, you know, people that are facing criminal charges. And not only are you suffering a monetary loss because you spent stolen funds, mm. um, you, you know, are facing criminal charges mm. as well. So today we just wanted to talk about, you know, the signs of being a money mule, huh. um, you know, because again, this is this is serious, and mm-hmm. um, we see this on a daily basis that members are participating as mules. Really? So, yes. This is you know all these scams, these romance scams, these job scams, these online selling scams. That's essentially what the person is is doing with the funds is, is muling the funds. So that's, um, that's exactly how our, our the scammers are reaching our members is through that social engineering piece. Now, you talk about how the mule, the middleman, our members, like they can get in trouble. Do the scammers often get in trouble too? If they're caught. But yeah. again, it's the money's being moved so many ways. You're receiving the funds from who you think is your employer, but it's not. You don't really know who you're getting the funds from. So to be able to trace those back, the checks are in different people's names. The addresses are coming from, you know, P.O. boxes and things like that. So it's very hard for law enforcement to get the person who's actually doing it, it's easier to get the person whose account the money's going through. Mm-hmm. And who's some sort of thing the check. Paper trail. Sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, because, again, the members are receiving the checks, they're signing the checks, they're depositing the checks, the member's doing everything. Mm-hmm. So that's the person who's going to be on the hook. Wow. And the, the person who's, you know, orchestrating the puppet strings, in a way, in the background, could be anywhere in the United States or could be outside of the country, too. So wow, difficult to, to find that individual. Or individuals. So what are some of those signs that members can look out for um, who might be um, suspected that they are be a money mule? So Jill had mentioned, um, you know, well, you get to keep a portion of the money you're, you're transferring. For sure, red flag there. Number one, I would say also if someone's asking you to open a new bank account or a specific bank account at, you know, some specific financial institution that they've chosen for you. Um, someone again, you know, giving you extra money to then pay someone else, um, does, does that make sense sort of thing? Um, if somebody's asking for your online banking credentials, if somebody wants you to do their banking for them. So we see this a lot in the romance sector that, you know, my boyfriend who's on an oil rig, he's having trouble with his payroll. So his company is going to send money to my account. And then I have to go ahead and, you know, PayPal or Venmo or get the funds back to my boyfriend. So if somebody who's not on your account wants you to do their banking for them and wants access to your account, wants access to your online banking, that's a big red flag. Like your bank account, your online banking, everything that's coming in and out of that, you should 100% know the source of those funds. Mm-hmm. And if, if these people are, are directing you how to make the deposit, so you need to use an ATM and you need to record what you're doing at the ATM. You need to send me a copy of the deposit slip or, you know, it needs to be mobile deposit. And then you need to take the portion of funds and use specifically a cash app or a cryptocurrency. If someone's directing, re- directing you how to spend those funds, red flag for sure. Okay. If um, members uh, stumble across some of these warning signs as they're having these conversations with these scammers, what should they do? You know, first off, just end the phone call, depending on what it is. You know, sometimes it can come from a text, and this is where the vishing, smishing, and phishing comes in. You know, it could start from a text where they ask you to call, that sort of thing. Again, if, if you're being contacted with you know, unsolicited, basically just don't engage in it. If, mm-hmm. if you're applying for something, that might be different, but still you have to do your research 
there as well. So, you know, if you think something is up, end the conversation, block the phone number. It's better to not be involved than obviously possibly facing criminal charges. Yeah, because mm-hmm. once you accept the funds into your account, you're right there incriminating yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and unfortunately we have conversations. They're like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know this was illegal. I didn't know that I couldn't do this. But again, you know, when we start talking back to all the warning signs, like, well, you got a check and doesn't have your boyfriend's name on it, you, you know, you're, it's, it's kind of hard because, you know, you become a, a participant without yourself knowing. But again, like you, you've done all the actions, you did what they told you to do. So mm-hmm. you are involved, you, you are at fault at some, at some way, you might not know the, the repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, like, you know, you're told not to stick your finger in a light socket, you stick your finger <laughs> in a light socket, you're going to get zapped, you know, mm-hmm. you might not know as you know, that's what's going to happen. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you get zapped. So if you suspect anything, you know, contact your financial institution, um, you know, talk it through to us. Um, you know, we have heard every single scam in the book, go to go. I mean, you can literally put in money muling and Google and get mm-hmm. all this information of all these different avenues of scams. Again, you know, listen to your gut. Too good to be true. Is somebody you just met online really going to send you thousands of dollars for your to pay Christmas for your Christmas presents and things like that? You know, and, you know, get the police involved if you're getting text mm-hmm. and imaging, you know, because, again, if we see that you're doing this, we essentially potentially have to call law enforcement. So it's better for you to be calling and telling your story before they're coming knocking on your door wondering what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you if you do happen to take that bait and participate, keep records of your conversations um, because again, that is helpful to if you have to file a police report to try to protect yourself. That it's helpful information to turn over to sure. law enforcement. And a lot of times, especially in the romance scam sector, mm-hmm. you know, usually job scams and in those kind of phishing, vishing, those are kind of quick. You know, they they want you to quickly turn over the funds. But the romance scams, you can be speaking to somebody for months mm-hmm. before they start having you do these things. Um, you know, building a relationship with you. So at that point, you're already, you know, you're invested. You you think mm-hmm. this person is is part of your life. And then now they're like, oh, well, I need you to deposit this this check for me. I need you to give me your bank information so I can have my employer direct deposit into your account. So we saw a lot of this um, around COVID time with unemployment fraud, where members were thinking they were getting funds from a significant other that they were meeting through social platforms, but they were receiving other people's unemployment from other states. Mm -hmm. And they didn't realize that that's what the deposit was. They just said, oh, well, my boyfriend said I was getting $5,000 and now I have $5,000 in my account and not realizing that that deposit was actually somebody else's unemployment. So, Mm -hmm. you know, again, it's knowing the deposits that are coming into your account and asking questions if, you know, if these funds are from somebody that you met online. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, is there anything else that members can do to protect themselves? Uh, just, you know, to stay, to stay extra vigilant, I guess. Uh, you, Jill already mentioned it, you know, just Google. If, if you, if, you know, are applying for a job and um, you're just concerned about the legitimacy, you know, check it out. Do your research for sure. Um, again, if, and if anybody's asking you to, move money for them or directing you on exactly how to do so, it's probably not legitimate. So, you know, call your financial institution and consult the experts. Unfortunately, you kind of have to be your own advocate. You kind of have to be smarter than the scammer. And, and um, you know, because again, you're, you're essentially participating. So, um, you know, 
anytime that you're getting anything that that sounds too good to be true, um, you know, it, it most likely is. So your best bet is just not to do the activity. Don't take the chance. Don't say, well, I got this check in the mail. So I just wanted to see what happened. What could happen is you end up in jail mm-hmm. <laughs> and in owing and losing bank accounts and things like that. So don't don't just see what happens. Don't just take the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ask questions and and um, you know you're better off not depositing an item because once you deposit it, you're taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Can't undo that. All right. We don't. We don't. Definitely don't want to see that. Um, are these? I, I wanted to ask money mules certain age group out there that you guys are seeing this happen more to than another age group or not really not really again scammers don't discriminate so we're you know we are seeing it in um you know the younger sector with with the uh instagramming and snapchatting and you know again their promised funds that they don't you know we had somebody get a text the other day saying, make $600, click here. And they clicked here and they gave out their um, address and phone number. And then the next couple of days, they got a check in the mail. And what did they do? They took the check, they signed the check, they put it in their account. So again, it's like, you know, nobody's just going to text you and offer you $600. I mean, no I'd reason. love that, but right. Right. it's just not right. reality. Again, <laughs> and again, you know, if, if you are you know, a scammer does want to target somebody they think that's going to take the bait. So again, mm-hmm. somebody in your younger sector who, you know, may not understand how banking works. Again, we see it a lot in the relationship sector with, with um, you know, the elderly population getting taken advantage of because, you know, a lot of times they're the ones that have the money, have the retirement, have funds mm-hmm. coming in. So, but again, I mean, it's all across the board. It's, there's no discrimination. You know, the scammer is going to try and get money from anybody. Mm-hmm. They don't care. And for the scammer, it, it can be, you know, absolutely free money while the member or the victim is on the hook, you know, financially. And you truly don't know where this free money is going. You could be funding drug trafficking, child, you know, human trafficking. You don't know. Wow. Right, because you're sending the funds back out. You don't know where they're going after you send them. Wow. And in some situations, this could lead to identity theft, which mm-hmm. is one of our next podcasts you should listen <laughs> into. <laughs> And we will talk about that next. (laughs) All right. Thank you again, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yo, and tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday.